The Clemson Tigers are always on the prowl for more recruits. A 2025 defensive lineman in the Palmetto State has put Clemson in his top schools. We're going to discuss them next on the Locked On Clemson Podcast. You are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Clemson family? Welcome back to the Locked On Clemson Podcast, your daily podcast covering your Clemson Tigers. God, no, wait. <clears throat> you are Locked On Clemson, your daily podcast on the Clemson Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Clemson family? Welcome back to the Locked On Clemson Podcast, your daily podcast covering your Clemson Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. Uh, you already know what time it is. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network, as well as the co- uh, part of the co-host team of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. And guys, Thank you all for making Locked On Clemson your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday, whenever I drop these episodes. Appreciate all the love and support that you guys show me for being my family, my Clemson Tiger family, as well as my every single day. Or so I appreciate y'all. We have a fun show up on tap for us today. We are tapping in and we're going to be talking about the ACC's top five NFL draft prospects, right? Who, you know, this is, again, I've been doing these, these rankings I've done. They have been based on, uh, you know, my girl Candace Cooper and the crew over at Locked On ACC. Go check them out. Uh, you know, talk about losing another four-star offensive lineman. Casey Poe made his announcement. He's going to Alabama. I'm going to give you my reaction to that. But looking at the 2025 class, we have a defensive line prospect that has his eyes on Clemson. He puts put Clemson inside his top seven schools so we're on the prowl off the jump guys we're getting into it man and amari adams to four star 2025 defensive line defensive tackle recruit has put clemson inside his top seven schools <clears throat> this is a big boy man uh you know looking at his size you know he, he's he's listed at 6'3 275 from Florence, South Carolina, South Florence High School, four-star for ESPN, Rivals, and 24-7 Sports. This is a young man that, you know, he is right now deemed the top recruit for the 2025 class out of the state of South Carolina from the Palmetto State. And, you know, he recently <clears throat> went on his uh, visit to – looks like he recently went on his visit with uh, with Clemson. Uh, and, he, like I said, he dropped his, his, top, his top seven. And the, the schools are in his top seven, Bama – Clemson, Georgia, uh, LSU, South Carolina, Florida State, and Tennessee. So there's a couple schools in here that I kind of like Tennessee's been a thorn in our side in recruiting uh, for the 2024 class. Bama, you know, she's showing up a little bit and gotten in the way. And, of course, Florida State is in the same conference in the ACC. But, you know, th- this is a young man, and, you know, about to read his quote. You know, he went back. He he, he came in and uh, got his offer back in June. Um, and he was a, he, he came away impressed with the Tigers, uh, you know, defense tackle coach Nick Eason, um, you know, after a, a dabble Sweeney camp workout and everything. And per his quote, I feel like he saw it all from from being a player to from being a player to the coach because of the way he went to the league for both of them. Adam said he saw how you 
got to be in how you have to, how you got to be in the NFL. So he's going to push you to be great. And that's what I like about Coach Eason. So a lot of times with these recruits and stuff like that, that's a big part of it, right? Like you, you, you typically have to you you have to find that connection, right? Like in recruiting, it's not just about okay. Yes, they got to like the school and the head coach and stuff. But a lot of times it's positional coaches too. If they can get that positional coach and, and really rock with that positional coach and create that a bond and chemistry and, 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 and a relationship with that coach where, you know, he's like, all right, I trust this man to help develop me and get me to the NFL. Because I think that that's a big part of this whole process, guys, is no matter what happens, these, a lot of these kids understand the assignment. <clears throat> I want to go to the league. <laughs> I want to go play with the big boys play. I want to go play professional football and they want to go somewhere that's going to give them the best opportunity to do that. A lot of times. Now, again, like we talked about in the last, like I talked about in the last episode um, with Fletcher Westfall going to Florida and, you know, talking about NIL playing the part and stuff like that, which shout out to all you guys. I didn't get a chance to get to you guys. I've been so busy um, to get you guys in the comments and, and heart and, and, and respond to y'all. But appreciate y'all giving me the heads up on one.com in terms of their recruiting uh, NIL, well, their NIL valuations. Um, so I appreciate uh, you guys tapping in and giving me that information. Uh, some of the people that I'm close to uh, really, you know, they spoke well of them in terms of that regard and said that the numbers are trustworthy, but I continue to do my research and get on top of that. So I appreciate y'all for sure for giving me that correction. But <clears throat> again, when you deal with recruiting, like yes, NIL nowadays is going to play an absolute part, but at the same time, it's, you have to create relationships, right? Like I said, on the locked on NFL draft podcast, my guy Keith Sanchez was part of the coaching staff and helped recruit the kids to LSU. You think about the Jamar Chases, the Justin, uh, uh, the Justin Jeffersons, the Joe Burrows, the Clyde Edwards Hilaires, all those Derek Stingley, all those guys. He had a hand in that. And we always talk me and him talk about recruiting. And he talks about the fact that you got to build relationships where these kids trust you and they trust they trust their future in your hands. So for Amari Adams to to have that connection or seem to have that connection somewhat with defensive tackle coach Nick Eason, that's a big that's a big deal. Because that's the type of connection that can sway a recruit to where, hey, maybe I get 100000 less NIL going to Clemson, but Coach Nick Easton is going to make sure I'm a legitimate NFL prospect, right? And when you think defensive tackles, Coach, Tyler Davis, Rook, right? All of the, 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 the number of guys that they have on this defensive line that's going to play NFL football in the next couple years, right? Rook and Tyler Davis next year will be rookies. You know, 2024 NFL, you know, 2024 NFL season, they'll be rookies, right? And we got other younger players as well who are really talented. So that's the point. I think that's a really big thing. And like I said, I, when I watched him, I had to go back and look at his measurements because it says 6'3, 275. And I'm sitting there and I, I think it's just the players that he's playing against. He looks way bigger than the rest of those guys. I'm like, oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You telling me he, he's 275? Are you sure he's not 300? And, you know, and it's like, it is what it is, right? And um, and, and that happens. And, and that happens quite a bit. Like, you know, you just kind of, you see guys play certain level of competition. And it's like, man, like, he towers over these guys. So it's just like watching him. And, you know, and I'm watching his tape. Like, he moves around on the defensive line. He'll play some four-eye. He'll play some five-tech on the D as a defensive end. They'll put him in uh, at the zero-tech and one-tech as a nose tackle. Um, you know, defensive tackle right there 
up on the center. Um, and, and you see a guy that can two gap. He can hold up at the point of attack in the run game. And I think that's where his bread's going to be buttered. Really, is being able to uh, keep the linebackers clean. Once you know, you know, once he is on the college team and, on, and playing college football, he's a big guy, big kid. That I'm telling you right now, I would not be shocked if he gets to 300, 305, 310 probably. Um, because he looks like he can carry it, and especially if he gains another inch or two, gets up to six four, six five, be three fifteen, and then you know, like because every at the same time, like defensive tackles are actually do so many different things, right? Some are actually to be vertical uh, attackers, right? Being a tack style defense where you're going, you're getting upfield, and you're getting upfield quickly in the face of the quarterback. Other times, hey, like Georgia, they tell you maintain and, and clog gaps, clog lanes, man, and, and, and keep your linebackers clean. So that we can allow them to flow to the ball and make plays, and you know, I always t- I always talk about that stuff, guys. Like you know, for defensive tackles and the importance of them to the linebackers is keeping those it, those offensive linemen occupied, so the linebackers can be athletes and make plays. Uh, you know, what I mean, from the second level all the way down to behind the line of scrimmage. But I, I think with, with Amari Adams, you know, being like I said, six three, two seventy five, I can absolutely see him getting up to three hundred, being a big physical kid. He does show a quick swim move uh, in the past as a pass rusher. So you you can see some things with him. Uh, this is a again, there's a lot of competition being in that in that top seven along with Clemson. There's a lot of competition for this young man's talents. But hopefully Clemson can close the deal and and, and get him uh, get him in. But guys, we're talking about closing the deal, uh, some things you know, some deals weren't closed. Uh, it was these offensive line recruits, and it's not been uh, easy whatsoever. So. Uh, we're gonna get into that coming up next, guys. We're on the you know on the prowl continues. Casey Poe made his announcement yesterday, I think last night somewhere in there, and he's not coming to Clemson. We're gonna talk about that next on the Locked On Clemson podcast. Take your first swing at betting on Major League Baseball with FanDuel and get ten times your first bet amount in bonus bets back up to two hundred dollars. That's right, guys. That's just twenty that you need to bet and you'll land $200 in bonus bets back and it doesn't matter if you win or you lose. That's $200 that you can spend betting on everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. All of this on the app that is safe, secure, and super easy to use. You know my slogan, no stress, no mess. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. Right away, and that's what you, that's what we really like. We want to get our money and get our money now. So, guys, understand this: there's no better place to bet on all the Major League Baseball action than FanDuel, which is America's number one sports book. So, sign up today and visit FanDuel.com/slash/locked-on to get up to two hundred dollars back in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com/slash/locked-on. FanDuel is the official partner of Major League Baseball. We're still on the prowl, guys. We are still on the prowl, and another sad. It rendition, rendition of uh, rendition of uh, I'm trying to get that word right of on the prowl where we lost another four star talented offensive lineman. This time, that's three in a row. We are man, right? Like lost three straight. Goodness, is this the NBA Finals? What's going on here? Right? You know, you feel like the Miami Heat, you know, Boston Celtics losing three straight. You know, William Satterwhite, Satterwhite. Um, Keep saying his last name wrong. So William Satterwhite, uh, Fletcher Westfall, and now Casey Poe. Casey Poe, uh, the, the, uh, you know, announced that he is going to be joining the Alabama Crimson Tide, and and that's just again 
it's a it's a big loss. Like it's a big loss because at the end of the day, guys, we have to be honest about this thing. We this the only one 2024 recruit, only one 2024 offensive line recruit. This young man had offers from us, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Auburn, Georgia, like and 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 the wild part is like know because i think he's from he's from lindale texas so he's closer to like oklahoma uh in, in texas tech but he could you know drive going all the way to, to, to uh alabama but this is just the thing a consensus four-star one.com 24 7 sports espn rivals all have have him as a four-star recruit and you know when you look at what he what he would have brought to this team a sudden and physical dominant offensive lineman man like you know he, he he's on the track and you know track and field team in terms of a shot put um, and discus thrower, uh, he's flexible, he's powerful, he, he he has all those things. And again, it's just the fact that <clears throat> we have to, we got to close the deal on some of these offensive linemen, man. It's where where do you go now? And I think that's where it's really frustrating. And, and but we're we're still holding out hope. You know, again, he's not a, he's not a consensus four star, but getting Jamison Riggs will kind of cushion the blow a little bit. That six four and a half, three hundred pound three-star, uh, you know, interior offensive lineman that will, you know, go, that would be, that would help. It would help this class of, in terms of the offensive line situation, you know, when you think about adding him with Ronan O'Connor, who's an offensive tackle, who's going to be more, who's projecting to kick, more so to kick down inside as, as a guard interior offensive lineman. And that would give you at least two recruits, but they got to find a way, um, you know, to, to, to seal a deal on these kids. On the trench in the trenches, because it, it don't matter who's that quarterback. You can have Trevor Lawrence, you can have Kate Cunningham, you can have Deshaun Watson, you can have Tua Tagovailoa, you can have whoever. But if you can't protect, if you can't build a fortress, you can't build a security team up front to protect your quarterback, man. Like it, it, it makes life just that much harder. So I mean, hopefully, like I said, we're still, I'm still holding the hope. I'm, I'm not, you know, down the dumps or anything. It's just like you hate to see it. With three straight, three straight offensive linemen: the offensive tackle with Westfall, interior offensive lineman with Satter White, and another interior offensive lineman uh, with Casey Poe. But again, wait, you know, waiting to hear from Jamison Riggs. I was looking; I didn't see uh, where he um, would have gone, in, or where he would have like where he would have put on social media when he's committing his target day. I didn't see anything on it, but not you know. Again, it's just. The, the guy, I, I look like it's been what? Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. It's been six to seven, like six offensive linemen that they have given offers to uh, for the twenty twenty four class. Casey Poe being the highest on some of these boards, and um, we've only got one, and we're waiting to hear from 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 Riggs, and uh, you know the. Vibe is that we're warm, right? But there's other couple other couple of teams that are warm on the trail as well, right? Michael uh, Winnie went went to Georgia off of the tackle, the six seven three hundred thirty five pound kid. You know Casey Poe going to Alabama, Satter White going to Tennessee, Westfall going to Florida. So if we can get two out of the what out of the what five seven six seven whatever, we can get two. Right? We got O'Connell, like we can get Riggs, but. Losing losing Casey Poe, um, who was I think the top prospect at his p- specific position into your offensive line, top recruit. That hurts. That does hurt. And we just got like I said, we have to. Hopefully, you know, 
like it, it gives us another like the, the offensive line that we have now that we can keep those guys for another year, right? And that I think that that's a big part of recruiting too. Because if you you guys if you you think about it, right? Where you see recruit you see players, prospects, NFL draft prospects who are okay, I'm a redshirt sophomore, I'm a junior, true junior, I can go to the league. And then they're, they're, that coaching staff recruits them back. That's a part of recruiting too. Recruiting your own guys from the league uh, that that, one, that are having their eyes on the NFL, and instead of going there, they, they return to school, like Florida State did with Jared Verse, so and Jordan Travis, right? So and Johnny Wilson as well. So for Clemson, being able to because the continuity on the offensive line is so important. So if they can do a, if they can do what they need to do in terms of, hey, let's get the guys we need immediately right like let's get the guys we need right away and take care of business so if we can bring back our, our some veterans right we, say we were able to get rigs so now we have o'connell and Riggs coming in it's two 2024 recruits they got they have a plethora of of knowledge in the, in the offensive line room um you know and we got some young guys that i, I believe in as well uh if, if need be to step in but bringing it and continue to add to this offensive line I mean, I really think that that we could be in a good spot, you know. So all is not lost. All is not lost, guys. I know, you know, it sounds bad, three straight, but all is not lost. We still are going to be competitive, you know, in, in, on the prowl in recruiting, right? So listen, you could be in the jungle, and if you if you missed out on that on, on that uh, cabaret or whatever, you know, if you're a tiger in, in the wild and you missed out on that that uh, that that meal that you were hunting down. There's always more. There's always more. So we're going to stay on the prowl, guys. We're going to stay on the prowl. But to be on the prowl, listen, and you're talking about NFL draft prospects for, for the old line. That's a great segue to our final segment. Locked on ACC ranked the top five ACC's uh, NFL draft prospects. I'm going to show you guys the graphic, list them off, talk about it. And maybe I disagree a little bit about who's all on there and make a case for at least one other Clemson Tiger to make the list. But, guys, that's coming up next on the Locked On Clemson Podcast. Ranking the top five NFL draft prospects from the ACC. Shout out to Candace Cooper and the crew over at Locked On ACC. Love those guys uh, and girls. You know, tap in with them um, if you like just to talk, like to ACC talk in general, right? Not just with me, but with them as well. Well, they rank the top five NFL draft uh, prospects from the ACC. I'm going to pull up the graphic here to show you guys. So at number one, there's, I mean, come on, really? Are we, are we, are we going to dispute number one? No, we're not. Drake May, quarterback from North Carolina. And number two, Jared Verse, edge rusher from Florida State, arguably the top edge rusher for a lot of, uh, for a lot of draft pundits uh, and evaluators, even such as myself and my guy Keith Sanchez from Florida State. Jared Verse is the real deal. Number three, our very own middle linebacker, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. Number four, a uh, friend of the show. They got him listed as a linebacker, but he's a safety, Andrew Makuba. And number five, uh, Miami's Leonard Taylor. And I just watched Leonard Taylor, uh, you know, for our, from, from, of course, my scouting gig, uh, you know, over with the Draft Network and, and with Locked On NFL Draft. <clears throat> and um, talented guy, talented guy. Uh, pass rusher, can be very disruptive, strong, quick, can get upfield in a hurry. So I, I understand why he's here. Now, the question is defensive line. Because he's they peaked this now. He is the number one from, from, from this ranking, he would be the number one ACC def- interior defensive lineman uh in the conference. And I disagree. I think that is Rook. I think Rook 
Ororo is that guy, man. Rook is, I've talked about, I think Rook should be here at five. Now, and this is not Clemson bias or anything, but I, I love Rook's game and his potential. But I do, I really like Leonard Taylor's potential as well. I just think Rook is such a more powerful, uh, more powerful player, you know, versus the run game, things of that nature. And there's a lot of upside for him. There's still upside for him. As a pass rusher, I think Leonard Taylor may be the better pass rusher of the two. I think he might be a little bit quicker um, to, to shoot gaps and things right now. But I think Rook continuing to work on his hands and uh, improve that, man. Yeah, okay. I, I just I, I think that there, there's a case for that. But there's also a case, I'm not going to lie to you, there's also a case for Barrett Carter, right? There, there's Barrett Carter is legitimately one of the top three linebackers in college football, especially for the NFL draft for the 2024 class. Right. You know, yeah, he's not the middle linebacker that Jeremiah Charter is. He's more of the weak side outside linebacker. Right. Uh, running chase, running, you know, running hit type of linebacker uh, speed and to, to make plays in space. But his coverage ability is absolutely fantastic. So when I'm sitting here, I'm like, uh, you know, I do believe that there's a case for both of those guys. And even Tyler Davis as well. Another disruptive, uh, you know, uh, defensive lineman, a defensive tackle for your Clemson Tigers. I absolutely feel as if there's a chance for him to, to, there is a case for him. And, and I think I would just like to see coach Goodwin use him, use him at Rook more so in those, that, that three tech situation and not so much as nose tackle one tech taking on double teams and all that type of stuff. It just, it makes their, it makes their job just a little bit, just a little bit harder, just, just a tad, just a tad harder. And I, I don't want to do that to, to, to the guys, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's, that's probably the big thing. Any other guy like from other schools that, that I think, you know, like I said, I think, you know, Drake may legit Jared verse. Absolutely. Oh, no, another guy. I think that cause you did, if you pay attention, there's no wide receivers, Johnny Wilson. Johnny Wilson from Florida State, Keon Coleman from Florida State, right? Uh, you know, and then <clears throat> I, I just realized there are no running backs, no Will Shipley, no Phil Moffa. Which Phil Moffa? What you talking about? He he needs more touches to really garner the 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 NFL draft buzz and love that that his that his body type and frame would suggest. Um, but Trey Benson at Florida State, right? Like that's another kid. Another talented, really talented running back, man. So that's all. That's all I'm saying is that th- this list is solid, and it's not a bad list at all. But there are cases for some other guys to be in here, uh, you know. Especially if you want to defer, because if you look at this, which is wild, there's only one offensive player on this list, and that is quarterback Drake May. You know, Jared versus an edge. Jeremiah Trotter Jr. is a linebacker. Andrew McCuba, even though it says linebacker, he's a safety. Uh, that's just a typo. Uh, and, and Leonard Taylor is an interior defensive lineman. There's no other offensive player on this list, and I do believe that there should be. I think that that Johnny Wilson and um, Trey Benson, you know, Will Shipley, those guys have uh, they have a case. They have a case, man. That's just that's just me. That's just me. But I'm gonna I'm give you guys a dark horse too, <clears throat> because again, I'm an NFL draft analyst. Brendan Armstrong over in North Carolina State. If he can get back to playing 2021 football for North Carolina State Wolfpack. I think he can he he, he can uh, make a case for himself to be a top five ACC prospect, not top five prospect in all of college football, but top five ACC prospect. He can make a case. I don't think he's going to get there, but you know, like in court, you want to make a compelling argument. Even if you lose, you want to make the best compelling argument possible. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I guess the list is fine. You know, Drake May, Jared Verse, Jeremiah Charter, Andrew McCuba, Leonard Taylor. That is 
the Locked On ACC's top five NFL draft prospects from the ACC. Uh, like I said, there's there's cases for some other Clemson Tigers as well, some other Florida State Seminoles. Uh, and, and, and Dwayne Carter, one, one other name, defensive lineman from Duke, talented young man, extremely talented. You know, really can, can make a lot of plays and get into the backfield and everything. So that's another one, man. And, and yeah, it's, it's, a, it's the ACC. I don't care what nobody tells you guys. The ACC has a ton of talent. A ton of talent this year, and I, I, and I will. I, I gotta look at all the schedules, but I'm hoping that there's some some games, some some in game, some in season games versus some SEC competition because I think this is the year where the ACC could get the SEC a run. You know, I think they can get the SEC a run. I think quarterback play is really good in the ACC, and there's a lot of NFL draft, high level NFL draft prospects on all levels of the defense and and on uh, in terms of the offensive positions as well. But guys, thank y'all. For tapping in with me, go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available, especially for the uh, audio side. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, subscribe, like, share, download, set the automatic downloads, leave a five-star review for your boy, man. I appreciate the love, man. You know, you guys show me so much support, and I appreciate y'all. Again, thank y'all for making Locked on Clemson uh, your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, as many as much as I drop these episodes, we do three a week right now as we're not completely in season. But man, once we're getting close to the fall camp and 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 college football and oh baby, five days a week. But there's always, as I also tell you guys, you know, I have a Patreon that I'll have in the um in the description on YouTube. It's called the Scouting Room, and um and I'm going to there's a tier for Clemson All Access. There's going to be a a, a Discord community. I want to build a, a big community where we can all talk as a family, not just from the podcast, guys. Yes, tap into that too, but we could talk. All, you know, in the Discord community, have good conversations about recruiting, have conversations about uh, what's going on with the with the coaching staff, with the players, NFL draft uh, prospects from our team, as well as I'll have some fun stuff for you guys in season, breaking down tape, talking about players of the week, uh, plays of the week, re- you know, keys of the games, stuff like that, reasons we won, reasons we lost. Get into all of that. So go uh, tap the link. And subscribe and support your boy because I'm, I'm trying to bring you guys the best available content as I possibly can, man. And I love y'all. So, on to, you know, this, listen, again, we're going to get into more on the prowl, more, um, you know, more recruiting and more some some more rankings and, and, and things like that. Looking at the schedule and picking out some of the more pivotal games like those uh, pendulum games, like they're called. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm call the pendulum games and things like that. So we're going to talk about that on tomorrow, guys. But. Listen, in terms of Twitter, you know what you could do. Follow and find and follow me there. DP underscore NFL. Talk to me because I talk back. Uh, come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team.